I had no idea it would be this hard. Everyone in LA is an actress. It's constant rejection. rejection. Oh, it's a big number. It's like over 90% of people quit their acting pursuits within the first five years. It's all about my mindset around it. You've got to put in the work. Do I pay my bills or do I go out on this audition? I know that I, there's a role for me somewhere. Yeah, the struggle is real, but I'm going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing because I love doing this. This is my, my dream. dream. This is the Struggle is Real podcast. These are conversations with new actors, comedians, and hosts sharing stories of survival and overcoming challenges to be successful in one of the toughest industries. And here's your host, Kenny Barnwell. Hey guys, thanks for joining. Kenny Barnwell here and welcome to the Struggle is Real podcast podcast. And welcome to the conversation. These are conversations that I've been having with my friends here in Los Angeles about the ups and the downs and the overcoming challenges and the struggles of what it's like in the first handful of years pursuing being an actor, a comedian, or like myself, a TV show host. A brief history about myself, I spent the past 13 years working for bands on tour, traveling the world as a guitar tech, drum tech, keyboard tech, etc. with acts such as The Fray, The Band Perry, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, just to name a few. However, in the past handful of those years, I was passionless. It felt like just a J-O-B. I really wanted to be a television show host. And in order to be a television show host, you need to be fully committed, just like anything, and work towards being a television show host. So I left the music industry, I got off the road, and have been here in Los Angeles now for a little over a year working at my new career. Which brings us to this podcast. I've talked to a lot of interesting people about their different pursuits and their different struggles, and I wanted to bring you guys into the conversation. So without further ado, welcome to the Struggle is Real podcast. See you on the other side. On today's episode, Hannah Hollop. What's your name? I am Hannah Holub. Hannah, where are you from? Originally, I am from a small town in Texas called Sealy. Most people don't know where the heck that is. <laughs> um, and I just moved out to L.A. in June, so I'm almost reaching my full first year here. Wow, that's great. Uh, what's, your, uh, what's your favorite movie genre? Oh, that's so hard. I hate I hate favorite questions because it's so hard to pick like an absolute favorite. Um, I'm gonna go ahead though. I'm gonna go with rom com. We'll <laughs> say that. I'll try to be decisive yeah. and I'll say rom com. Bit of a softie, are you? Yeah, <laughs> love love, and I love laughter. So put <laughs> those together. I feel like you got a great movie. That sounds great. Well, uh, Hannah, thanks for stopping in, and we will call you. We'll let you know. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing how long I can let the silence linger. <laughs> uh, no, I like to start the podcast out with those. For our listeners who haven't heard uh, previous podcasts, it's basically a personality interview, something that you might come across in a commercial audition for like an MOS audition where they literally just want to kind of see what uh, type of life and little personality that you have in your character. Um, mm-hmm. Have you experienced something like that before? Um, not, I mean, I've had like, interviews via phone call before an audition which was weird and I guess maybe that's kind of what it was then is them Mm. just trying to get a feel of who I am actually as a person 
Yeah, in those commercials, uh, like for the Movement Without Sound commercials, sometimes you may see the actors, you know, like enjoying dinner or something, let's say at a Chili's commercial or something. (laughs) And so I've actually auditioned for a Chili's commercial, and basically they brought like five of us in there, um, asked us some individual questions like that, you know, some... some, questions less or some people got to to answer a little bit more questions and then that was it and what i found out was like they're literally when they review those tapes back sometimes they turn the sound off and just see if you have a little life in you and what you would look like interesting but that makes total sense because all those commercials are just laughing smiles and taking bites Dude. <laughs> yeah, and so hopefully, like when you're asked a personality question like that in a commercial audition, you'll you'll give them a little bit of you know a little bit of unique life to you, a little bit of personality, so to speak. So I try to bring personality mm-hmm. wherever I go. I, I know you do. Well, hey, <laughs> how, you said that uh, you lived in L.A. for how long now? Since June? Since uh, June. So June of 2016. 2016. Yes. So I'm reaching almost the year mark because. I feel like June 2017 is going to be here before I know it. <laughs> I know. It's right around the corner. How long have you been pursuing acting? Um, I've done acting pretty much since the age of five. I started with theater. And at the age of five is my first audition for um, community theater as the role of Gretel in The Sound of Music. And mm-hmm. it was actually my mom told me that they were going to take my older sister to audition and as we were in the car, I was, like, telling that I wanted to audition as well. So my mom's like, are you going to, like, chicken out, though, if you have to get on stage and sing? Mm-hmm. And then she said, as soon as we got there, like, I walked on stage and I started seeing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star for everyone. And so that was my first start. <laughs> um, but actual film pursuing, I didn't start pursuing until about my last year of college. So around 2015. Okay. Um, and so it's been just kind of go-getting ever since then, I guess, towards – acting for the camera so how, how old are you hannah i am 24 just turned 24 actually like two weeks ago that's right happy belated thank you <laughs> 24 <laughs> wow okay well look this is a crazy difficult pursuit you know with training and auditioning of course moving to la you've got you know you're doing projects and plays and of course most importantly you have to pay bills and live yes yes um one question are you crazy Am I crazy? <laughs> I feel like we have to be crazy to survive here, in a sense, right? Could you elaborate on that? I just feel like you kind of have to have that crazy personality to even like, be out here. Because, one, we're putting ourselves in situations where anyone you meet, they're basically pursuing the same thing as you. So you're already putting yourself in this environment that a lot of people just can't handle in general and we're having to balance though the pursuit of our dreams which all we're getting told we're crazy for anyways because a lot of people can't see like dreams as potential reality mm-hmm. but I feel like for us we actually see the possibilities and that anything's possible and so there's a little sense of crazy there <laughs> I know compared to my hometown people um sometimes my parents well, like when we're on the phone, they'll tell me how people are like, oh, how's Hannah? Like, is she ready to move back yet? Just because <laughs> a lot of them don't see that it's even like a possibility to go from like where I used to live to now being out here kind of thing and actually doing what they only see like on TV. Well, why do you do it? 
because I love it. Simple as that. It's just something that I feel I've always seen myself doing ever since I was a little girl. You know, my, my nickname growing up was Hollywood just because <laughs> I kind of always had that air about me. And I always just told my parents that like, oh, I'm going to move out to LA one day. I'm going to go out. Or I said Hollywood. I didn't even like really know the difference between <laughs> LA and Hollywood. I used to always say Hollywood. And so that's where the name started to generate where I even like started to wear sunglasses for a full week, even if I was inside the house, just because I was already practicing being like a movie star. <laughs> well, uh, you're, you're well on your way for, for sure. What does making it mean to you? Making it, I feel like it's not necessarily about the fame, I guess, in a way, even though that's what a lot of people tend to associate it with. To me, making it is, I feel like, being able to live off of, like, the art and what we do without having to kind of have all these side jobs that we do, like, our first few years, Mm. trying just to, like, sustain life. Okay. So working uh, at your craft as an actor and getting paid for it full time would be making it to you. Yes, if I can just only act and be able to like start giving back to you, my parents, because I'm making enough to survive and then some, then that's that's awesome. I'm up there. I love it. Well, what makes you so certain that you're gonna make it, Hannah? Um. I feel like you kind of have to have that mentality. I know even I've had in my like theater and dance department back at the University of Texas, we would have like guest speakers. And one thing that always stuck out to me the most was most of them said you can't really like have a backup plan because if you have a backup plan, then you're not pursuing it full heartedly mm. and you have to really pursue it full heartedly to really have the chance like to be able to make it. So and I'm a person that like believes in like what you speak out is what will happen. And so I'm always saying like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> no, that's great. Actually, we've talked about this on the podcast before with other guests. We talked about like uh, Jim Carrey using visualization. He's kind of one of the famous stories about, you know, visualizing himself being, a, you know, his work being approved by directors and people wanting to work with him. And he mm-hmm. he attributes visualization directly, he says, to his success. So I think there's a lot to to say about that. Oh, totally. Definitely. Speak out what you shall receive. Yeah, for sure. Well, look, you know, I just want to stop one second and let our listeners know um, kind of a little bit about your and my history. We met each other at this lovely little black box theater in Hollywood. And uh, uh, let's see, what play was that we did together? That was... Oh my God, I'm blanking on the um, name. Was, that was hap- Happily Whatever After. Happily Whatever After. <laughs> That's right. That was my second play at that theater, which I'm so happy I did that second play um, with you guys because I, I wouldn't have got to meet you and a lot of these other awesome people. And I know that as soon as I met you there, you know, obviously we were doing the play together, so we were busy with that. But since then, we've stayed in touch on social media. And mm-hmm. I've been just seeing you, I mean, killing it. Like you're always out there you're I know that you do some modeling it it seems 
Um, or at least like you, you get to do a lot of lifestyle photo photos and, you know, like I just see you constantly hustling. Um, so I just want to kind of give you some praise for that. It's not easy working towards being an actor. And then on top of that, actually taking action. Uh, so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, I feel like a lot of it's even, some of it's even like my own content and like me and my friends, like getting together and writing things. And just going out shooting just so that we're constantly working at our craft and not yeah. necessarily ever stopping, just waiting for the paid opportunities as well. Well, yeah, this early in the game and, and all, all stages of the game, I should say, I think it's best to, to create your own stuff. Um, you know, and, there, and there's no one that now with being able to create your own content, it's it's gotten a lot more accessible to, to have your craft seen by the right people. So mm-hmm. as long as it's, you're consistent. Yep. It's insane nowadays how so many YouTube stars are even getting like movie deals just because they are out there creating and putting yeah. out new stuff like every week. Yeah. And it's, and you, you do that for so-called free at this, at this stage because you love it. Mm-hmm. Well, look, you have a, you have your family down in Texas, right? Uh, yeah. How does your family feel so far about the process? Uh, you know, you have to do a lot of free acting work, like we just mentioned in these early stages. How do they feel about yeah. that? Um, it's so funny because I actually have some of the most supportive family and parents in the world, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they were actually the ones even I was – um, pursuing a degree in special education from the University of Texas oh, wow. before my parents were like, we always thought you were going to do acting. <laughs> and so they were the ones that actually encouraged me to apply and audition to try getting into the theater and dance program to really pursue it because they were like, even though like helping people with disabilities is another passion of mine, they're like, you can always do that for volunteer work or always come back to it later. But while you're young, you should pursue it. <laughs> so... But then when it came down to graduation, I will never forget, my dad was hugging me after I graduated from UT, and he was like, I feel like I made a big mistake. He was like, because now I feel like I'm losing you because you're moving to California. And so, of course, we were bawling for an emotional family, Um, but it hasn't been bad. And they actually tell me all the time, too, it's not as bad as they thought it'd be just because we've made efforts for them to fly out here and then like for me to fly back home like every two months or so to see them and we talk on the phone every day and I know my dad was always more of like a money like mm-hmm. he worked hard like since like he was like working since he was like 10 years old to save up uh, to be able to go to college and everything so I know for him when I say like oh I got this gig it's like really low pay or it's no pay kind of thing he's like he gets kind of frustrated, but then um, they're starting to kind of understand and learn the industry more too, just by me telling them, like, sometimes this is how it is. Yeah. But I'm grateful, though, that they're very supportive. That's a huge, huge thing. Um, it is a lot of pressure to produce results, you know, in the in this new career, especially when your friends and family, they're watching you make this, you know, career shift. I mean, and maybe some of them are shaking their heads at you. Have you ever had any of your family try to talk you out of it? I haven't had family talk me out of it. Um, And I've kind of had anyone directly tell me anything, but I've had my parents just tell me about people who are like, are you all still paying for her? Like, because how is she going to (laughs) survive out there kind of thing? And so there is for sure, like, I feel like the non-believers that 
will like slyly say things in like a mm. non-direct manner to my parents, but no one has ever directly been like, you're crazy. Even like my aunts and like my cousins were like all very close. They've all been like really pushing for me. And I know anytime like I have a project even that like has like a GoFundMe type page, mm. all of them are donating. And so mm. I definitely appreciate it all. Yeah, I mean, you're you're still here in your first year in L.A., which they say the first year is the toughest. So to have that type of support from home is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully it doesn't wane. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a it's a lot living paycheck to paycheck. I know it, it is when you're trying to find flexible enough work that gives you enough time for acting uh, and it gives you enough time to be able to audition on the whim and, of course, make mm-hmm. enough money to pay for expensive L.A. How do you afford everything? I am definitely living paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> I don't have, I used to love brunching and I feel like that's been kind of cut out of my life. Okay. So that bouginess is kind of gone. Um, but I will say I'm fortunate to have a job that is flexible. What do you and do? I work for the price is right and let's make a deal. Is that right? What do you do for them? I do um I'm actually more so with a photo company that's hired by the two game shows. Okay. And so I do photos of the contestants and it's awesome just because most of us on staff are all actors and even our bosses as they hired us, they know we are actors. But they kind of do that in a way so that way we can all kind of cover each other. And okay. so even I've had like where I've got called into like last minute auditions but it was like scheduled during lunchtime. And so they let me take like an hour instead of 30 minutes to go ahead and do an audition. Yeah. Or if like gigs have popped up where I am filming for three days, there's normally always someone there to cover me or even like, I know more recently one of the films I did back in Austin is having its premiere in New York um, this coming week. And Mm. so there's no one to cover my shift, but my bosses are going in to cover for me. So it's just, Real flexible, but with it being like short, because Price is Right only films like Monday through Wednesday, only three okay. days of work kind of out of a week. Mm. It's definitely a lot. I'm like, it's pretty much just everything I make goes towards bills yeah. and hardly. Like, I don't know when I last time I went shopping or <laughs> lunch or anything like that. Yeah, well, we definitely make some sacrifices. So, you know, you, you work minimal and you're, you're pretty spread thin. What, what has been some of your money struggles like that you've kind of came up against? Has there been anything specific that you can kind of remember that's just been like, this is hard? Um, probably rent the most. Like, yeah. if, I, I know like a lot of people, like you warned me before coming out here, how much higher like rent is, um, but that's probably the most. Luckily, there's still certain things um, with the support of my parents I don't have to pay for. Like, I still don't have, like, the phone bill expenses or, nice. like, insurance. Um, it's more so just, like, the car and then the rent and then, like, mm. the living, like, the food and gas and everything that I'm paying for. Um, so rent's probably the most, like, stressful one I worry about. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because I, I, I can guarantee you there's probably people that would listen to this and go, well, everyone's got those things to contend uh-huh. with. You know, what makes it so different for an actor and why is it such a struggle for an actor to have those things? And I I would personally say it's because of of sheer flexibility. Um, what Why do you feel like it's it's more of a struggle for an actor to have to, to kind of come up with the, that income? 
than it would be just the typical, typical person. I think my, it is for sure because we have so much extra expenses. It's Mm. like as actors, we have to constantly get headshots. We have to pay for classes because people believe that we should always be training Mm -hmm. and those expenses add up like headshots are like 500 classes can be like 500. Mm. And so to other people, they don't see how much we're investing in this career when most of the time we are doing work that doesn't even pay for like half of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's another thing too, is definitely all the investment because at the end of the day, being an actor is, basically starting a side business mm-hmm. <laughs> and you got to yeah. start your side business uh, outside of your nine to five. Mm-hmm. It's so much goes towards it. Luckily, I mean, we can write out off a lot of some of this like yeah. expensive for like tax and everything, but still it's just, it's actually very expensive to be an actor until you kind of reach the point where you're making good money, bringing it in like back to your pocket. Yeah. What did you know about making it in LA as an actor? Like when you first got started and you were considering moving out here, as far as like the steps to get moved to the ladder from being an unknown to a working principal actor, what did you even know about it? Hardly anything. Um, I feel like when I moved out here, it was still very new. I was definitely trying to suck in everything I could learn from the people I was meeting and then the friends I made that were already out here who are like actors and everything that are in this industry just to try to learn it more. Even I have people asking me advice now and I always like preface it with, and I'm still learning, but this is what I know (laughs) just to help other people out. But I feel like it's constantly, I learn something new every day about the industry just because even it's like always changing. And so I didn't know much, but I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to feel a little bit more more grounded and, and more in a better understanding of what it does take and who you need to talk to and what opportunities to take and maybe what opportunities to go ahead and like dismiss kind of thing. Yeah. And you haven't been here very long, so I imagine that if you were actually to take action on this, you know, knowledge that you have now and keep pushing through that you'll you'll be a success with all of this. I appreciate that. <laughs> How do you? <laughs> no, from- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's true. You know, it's like we it's it's not a lack of know how or mechanics of, of, you know, achieving this crazy career goal. It's it's action. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the notion that over 90 percent of people give up their acting pursuits within the first five years? I think that's bogus. <laughs> what do you mean by that? I feel I even like my parents all the time too will even be like, they will ask me questions like, like, how long are you going to give it? Do you have a timeline for this or anything? Um, and I always tell them like, no, I was like, as long as I'm not depressed out here, there's no way I'd ever leave. I feel like when it comes to like your health, then maybe you should stop. But if it's just, you're not getting anything worthwhile after five years, like it's still so fresh. And I always compare myself to Morgan Freeman, um, mm-hmm. he didn't get his big break until he was, like, well in his, like, 50s, I think it is. That's right, yeah. Um, and so I look at great actors such as him, and I know there's many other ones that I'm just now blanking on, but those are the actors that I look at, and I'm like, 
they eventually did it. And whenever it's my time, it's my time and it will come. Yeah. Well, I mean, they talk about also that only 8% of the acting community has the main bulk of the acting work. How do you propose getting in those 8% circles? Oh, with faith and prayer (laughs) and (laughs) hopefully a little bit of talent is seen in there as well. Um, It's crazy how I feel like this industry is all about kind of like being in the right place at the right time and the connections you make. Mm. Um, And then, of course, eventually they do look at the talent as well. But I feel like the star is all kind of about like luck and who you know. And so I'm just hoping to continue to meet people, which I just genuinely do love to constantly meet people and make friends out here. Um, So I'm just hoping eventually it'll pay off and... God will be like at my side, like mm-hmm. opening the door for me soon. <laughs> well, are you auditioning regularly? Or do you have an agent? Or are you self submitting? I um kind of do both. I have an agent, um, but I am also self submitting. You have a theatrical um, agent, or he signed me across the board, which they are actually expanding the agency I'm with now, and so I actually may be taking this um opportunity with like the new contract to actually get out of it. Okay. Um, and maybe sign with another one just because we aren't really like sending me like he's not sending me to the same stuff that I would really want to be sent to. Um, so I feel like our like visions aren't aligned really for my career path. So and I feel like that happens out here. You yeah. like will try to sign with an agent, but then it just ends up not working out. Um, How frequently so, do you go on uh, auditions? Um, I find way more by self submitting actually and I usually will do about um one or two a week whenever I'm actually working at it yeah which which is like nice it's like to me it's a good opportunity I actually have like a call back even Sunday for one I auditioned for last week oh congrats so thank you so have you booked any principal roles yet I've since moving out here yeah I've had a principal role in just like an independent short cool which was a drama, which was new for me because I'm more comedy based. I feel. <laughs> um, I'm trying. Oh, I, I always blank. Um, I've done like a few things. Of course, the play that we did. Yep. Um, which is not necessarily film, but that was still fun just to kind of get back on stage, even and have like a role in the like in the stage theater. Yeah, man, um, I, love, I love doing the little black box theater. It's, what's so what you fun. make of it? Yeah, it really is, and that's why I think. I had a blast, but yeah. like other people may not be their cup of tea. But for me, like, it's just great to get on stage again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I've done, oh, I did a principal role for a pilot teaser as well. Great. And so it's just kind of, and then of course I'm constantly helping friends um, with their shoots. So mm. that's not necessarily things that I've gone out audition for, but I had friends like reach out to me saying that they think a role they wrote in their short mm-hmm. fits um, like my type of like typecast. And yeah. so they always ask me to like do it. And so I appreciate even my filmmaker friends that always keep me in mind. Well, that's that network too. Cause those filmmaker friends now, you know, doing their own stuff could be the future crew, you know, the team that's building oh. the next La La Land or something. You never know. Totally. That's what even I tell people not to um, 
necessarily turn their nose to student films because to me these students are eventually going to be like the nets like huge things like steven spielberg's and everything and so you just never know and so it's all about like just taking opportunities especially if you feel like the film and the movie or like the role is like speaking to like what you value and like your morals as well as like sends a message and it's just something you enjoy yeah Anna, what's your um, what's your vision as an actor? Where do you see yourself in one year from today? One year from today, definitely still out in LA. <laughs> I will hope already by then I will have either. That's why I get torn between like dreaming big, like still. But I think it's best to go ahead and set high goals. So we'll say in yeah. a year, one year, I'm auditioning for this next huge sitcom is like the next friends. Cause that would be the ultimate goal is for me to like be able to do a sitcom mm-hmm. television show. That's like a comedy. Okay. Love it. So you want to be up for auditioning for it in one year? Yes. For one of the networks. With, Cause I know okay. starting off is hard to even get into the rooms that are for like the big network shows. So in so a that, year I'm going to build in those rooms. So that means you're going to have an agent that's going to get you in those rooms. Yes. Um, obviously more headshots accordingly. Totally. <laughs> well, that sounds like a, an extremely doable goal. I, I do not see why, uh, if you're not, um, you know, if you don't follow through that, that you wouldn't achieve this. So that's, that's a great vision. Um, one question to ask you in regards to being pushed, mm-hmm. can you recollect a time where you were, you were just at your wits end since you've been out here. Can mm-hmm. you can you remember a time where you just felt like you had enough? And you mm. were just, you know, you had that inner voice telling you that you, you maybe you should just go back and give up. Have I'm going to be the worst probably interviewee and say, no, I actually have not had that yet. But mm-hmm. I think it's because even before I moved out here, I told myself not to ever feel like that. I don't know if that makes sense. But no, it I, does. It's, it's I like mentally prepared myself to know that it will take time. It will be a struggle. And I've always been a very impatient person. I've been a person who likes to get what they want right away. And so I already started to like mentally prepare myself before moving out here that there's millions of people going out for this. And so it's all about the right timing and it may not happen right away. So I haven't had that yet. Maybe in 10 years, <laughs> I will have my mental breakdown of being like, look at this town. But as of now, I'm still just trying to be grateful for every little opportunity that I do get and just still trying to enjoy the hustle, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you got to enjoy all of it. You got to, you know, not mm-hmm. mind the traffic get to getting to these auditions yes. and the rejection and just all of it. You're right. Thanks. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a journey. There's no destination for sure. For sure. Well, knowing what you know now, if you mm-hmm. could go back and give yourself some advice from when you were just getting started about to move to L.A., what would you tell yourself? Ooh, good question. Good question. Um, I would say stay focused. Hmm. Um. LA has a lot of opportunities, but it also has just a lot of fun things to do. I catch myself sometimes 
with work just then on the weekends or my days off wanting to completely like just relax and not do anything and I feel like um I just really need to stay focused so even in that downtime I need to realize what is fun for me Mm. is creating content and like going out there and making things and still acting or modeling and so stay focused is probably my main thing to realize just to stay doing what I'm doing well, that's great advice, I think, to stay focused. I think that's probably, you know, the biggest reason why we all, you know, either take longer to get things done or don't follow through with things is because our focus is is off track. Mm-hmm. So that's great advice. Hannah, thank you so dang much for sharing your time with us. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Well, you're awesome to say the least. (laughs) Um, what's, uh, what's one final word of encouragement you could give not to us and our listeners, but to yourself to keep pushing final word of encouragement to yourself to keep, keep pushing. Um, keep praying and stay positive. Keep praying and stay positive. Those are my two things for myself. I love it. Well, where can people follow you on your journey? Uh, any social media? Oh, yes. Um, at Hannah Holub for everything. I'm Luckily, there's not many Hannah Holubs in the world. <laughs> the easiest handle out there. At Hannah Holub for everything. <laughs> for everything. Well... Twitter. <laughs> well, at Hannah Holub, guys, on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, on everything. Uh, that means probably, let's see, Snapchat, Snapchat Pinterest, yes. uh, Slack. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. that. <laughs> well, thanks again, Hannah. You are awesome. Break legs in Hollywood. Uh, I'm excited to watch you just kick but at this journey, I'm really stoked to see see where you take all of this passion and this drive. Thank you so much. Congratulations on your podcast. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, it's a, it's a blast to get to to talk to to you guys and to share this this kind of conversation that that we're having with with listeners. I just think that there's a lot of value in you know talking to people that are in process that are in the middle of experiencing you know this newness and so there's there's no better real-time feedback than talking to folks like us about this i think totally totally relatable that's right well thanks again hannah you're awesome again break legs in hollywood and uh, we will definitely catch up soon yes thank you so much my pleasure later hannah bye hey guys kenny here again Did you like the podcast? Well, I hope you did. If you'd like to hear more, you can add my station on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash the struggle is real. That's R-E-E-L. Also subscribe to me on iTunes as well as YouTube, where I also post the headshots of the actor, comedian, or host that I'm interviewing for that episode. If you'd also like to follow me on my hosting career, you can find me on YouTube at Kenny Barnwell. Friend me on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Kenny Barnwell or Kenny Barnwell official. On Twitter at Kenny Barnwell and on Instagram at the Kenny Barnwell. Those are all my socials. Give me some likes, shares, follows, whatever you'd like to do to support it. Either way, I really appreciate you guys for listening.